64. Climbing the last 
mountain Soon I'll reach the end of the line Like Moses of old When he stood on Mount Nebo This is the last mountain That I'll ever Listen to this. I know there'll be joy. I know there'll be singing at last when I view the promised land. He'll hold my trembling hand. Heaven's joys within me mine. This is the last mountain that I'll ever have to climb. I'm climbing the last mountain. Soon I'll reach the end of the line. Like Moses of old, when he stood on Mount Nebo, this is the last mountain that I'll ever have to climb. Thank you for that. Need your prayers today. We're honored to be a part of this, and we love our Aunt Gloria, and uh, we know she's gone home to be with the Lord. And there's no greater comfort than that. And uh, I'll just read the obituary. Uh, Gloria A. Smith, 78, passed away August 16, 2021 at 612 a.m. at her home surrounded by her friends and family following a decade-long battle with Alzheimer's disease. Gloria was born August 18, 1942 in Middlesboro, Kentucky, to the late James Barnett and Murdy Barnett Martin. On November 18, 1961, she married Creed Smith, who survives in Lima. Creed was her selfless, devoted, uh, caregiving caretaker throughout her extended illness. In her youth, Gloria worked as a nurse's aide at Lima Memorial Hospital. In later years, she was an aide at Marymore Industries. She was a devoted wife, loving mother, grandmother, and great-grandmother who was always thrilled to spend time with her family. She was a long-standing member of Lima Missionary Baptist Church, and her church family and friends always showered her with their boundless love, prayers, and support. Gloria is survived by her two sons, Gregory, Greg Laura Smith, and Alan Lisa Smith, her five grandchildren, Joshua, Kelly Smith, Demi Matthew Burden, Zane Zoe Smith, Dalton Smith, and Adam Smith. Six grandchildren, one brother Joe and Linda Martin, and her sister Jeanette Harold Hill. She was preceded in death by her son Bradley Brad K. Smith and two sisters, Mildred Hicks and Betty Raines Grissom. So I desire your prayers today and on behalf of the family, I'm sure the family's thankful for everyone that's come out. And uh, we covered your prayers this morning. 
I was thinking, I don't typically like to just wing it and search for scriptures. I like for the Lord to give me something. And uh, as I was praying last night, I want to read you two scriptures this morning. We'll get to them here in a second. But I was thinking about Gloria and her life, and she loved her children, for sure, grandchildren. And uh, I was just thinking of all the memories, you know, uh, with Aunt Gloria. She's not only my aunt, she was my neighbor for a little while. We lived right beside each other, stones throw away. And, and I love this family. And, um, and when I think of Gloria and, you know, I think of the Florida trip we had when we were kids. I think it was 1975 and Gloria and Murdy and Mom and all those kids loaded up in a station wagon went to Florida. And uh, I just think I'm glad I had an aunt that loved to do stuff like that. If, we always joked around and said if it had been for our dads, we'd have done nothing. <laughs> right? It was the moms and the aunts, and they saw fit that we had to have a little fun. Now, Dad and them, they, you know, they like the woods and coon hunting. And I always joke with Alan and them that I was always too good looking to be walking the woods at night. <laughs> but uh, I just remember that trip like it was yesterday. And I remember uh, Gloria and Mom saying, we can't stay there. That's $13 a night. <laughs> and I, <laughs> and it just, it's just it's the funniest things that things stick with you over the years. And, um, but when I think about Gloria... I think about uh, her staying strong when she was always had her mind. She was always at the church house, and she she never forsaked her assembling of herself together. She was here when uh, it was time for church, and uh, you know I want to read these two scriptures, and they're probably not very you know scriptures that are used at a funeral very much, but this is what's on my heart this morning. It's in First John uh, chapter three, two scriptures. For if our heart condemn us, God is greater than our heart, and knoweth all things. Beloved, if our heart condemn us not, then we have confidence towards God. It's about having peace. And that first scripture I, I read, it says, if our heart condemn us, God is greater than our heart. God gave us all the same thing. He put a heart in us, and we can decide... What to do when God taps into our heart? And when our heart condemns us, when it condemns us, uh, we have someone we can turn to that has all the answers to help us through that. That's what that first scripture is talking about. I've had, and, and when I think about Gloria, and i actually seen Gloria grow in the Lord over the years. We all should grow in the Lord over the years. And when I think about Gloria, I think about her testifying and saying... Pray for my children. And, and, I, and I also remember a few times Gloria saying, pray for me. And I remember Gloria saying, I'm sorry. But there's one thing that Gloria did in my life that I'm so glad that I witnessed that has had such a great impact on me is that we was in a service together and the spirit was real high and Gloria raised her hand and shouted. That has an impact on your people. And you got to have confidence towards God. you got to have peace in your soul to be able to do that. And you know, we have heartache and sorrow this morning for this loss. But I want to tell you something. This loss is on one side. It's on this side of the river. She's left this side of the river, folks. She's on the other side. And she's not feeling the sorrow that we got this morning. And Jesus, he paid the price for us. And the impact of his death 
You can embrace it. And you can cling to the old rugged cross. See, I don't, I'm not one of these preachers to go around banging people on the head. You don't, I, I, if you don't want to believe, Jesus, uh, he's freedom of religion. He didn't make people believe in him. But as they walked, and there was a couple of fellows that said, didn't your hearts burn within you when he spoke? I tell you what, when I was a 10-year-old boy, my heart burned within, him, within me when he spoke to me. See, that's the great thing about God. People want to argue about God. They want to say this is that is right. But God is able to speak to your soul. God is able to go where no man can go and he can touch your life. But you got to let him. There's people that uh, uh, God condemns their heart and they know they're not right. But they look to soothe it other ways with the world. But God is able to condemn us. And that's what gives us direction. I remember a message I heard years ago. I didn't preach this message, but it's always stuck with me. He says it was about a message that God had still instilled things in. Like the birds, they know to fly south for the winter. God put that in them. God put things in us to give us understanding. And one of my favorite scriptures, he says, Behold, I stand at the door knock. See, he, he, he's a merciful God. He's not a hand-forcing God. He's a merciful God. He stands at the door knock. And if any man hear my voice, glory heard that voice. You know, a lot of times, uh, churches like us, I guess, there's only really one church, Terry, born-again believers. We get accused of being cults or whatever. I ain't never, I have never imprisoned anybody and ain't never ran after nobody. You can believe the truth or not. One of my favorite scriptures in the Bible is a false balance is an abomination, but a just weight is his delight. When I step on the scale in the morning and it says I weigh 125 pounds, I don't think, thank goodness I weigh 125 pounds and go with it. I know something's wrong with the scale. God is able to show us what's wrong in our lives. And when he taps in and talks to our hearts, we can believe it or not. We can hear it or not. And he likes, you know, I think about a scale that's calibrated. You know, if you heard calibrated scales, you've got to have a known weight. You got to have a just weight to calibrate that scale. That way, when you put that five pound calibration on there, it should save five pounds. I was laid in the balances and found wanting when I was a 10 year old boy. Laid in the balances and found wanting. And I heeded to the call. He says, My sheep hear my voice. I, I not only witness for myself, see, you witness it for yourself, but I bear witness that with her, that she had the right thing. That's what it's all about, folks. God's bigger than that. He knows, he knows all things this morning. So let's pray, and we'll turn the service back over. I'm, I'm glad that you prayed for me, and I got through it. And uh, her battle's over. Her battle's over. But let me say you this. The battle of the body's over. Her battle of her soul was over when she was a little girl. The Bible says, run the race with patience. I never could understand that for the longest time. How can you run a race with patience? Because you have the victory at the starting line when you get saved. That's how you run the race with patience. That's how you finish the course. You've, you've won the battle as soon as you got saved and gave your life to Jesus. As we pray, Lord, we thank you. Thank you for your sweet, kind mercy this morning and your spirit. And God, we help you, uh, ask you to help this family through it, Lord. And Lord, it's hard to lose our loved ones, Lord. And we thank thankful for you, Lord, that you gave your son for us, Lord, that we could have peace like a river 
and have great comfort this morning for what you've done for us. Lord, we thank you for all things in your name. Amen. because we haven't lost her. We feel a sense of separation from her. But, boy, I'll tell you, I know where she's at. I appreciate the choir songs. I appreciate the choir being here and singing like they have. I appreciate Brother Donnie and the message he's already preached and the song he sang. And all of you folks that are here, what a blessing, each one that's come. I appreciate people that have enough love and and, uh, they want to show that love and they want to stand by people and help people. And uh, I love uh, Creed and Gloria and their whole family. 
and they love me. I appreciate that. I want to reminisce a little bit, and then I want to read a couple of scriptures and got some things on my heart to say. And I, but I appreciate what God gave Donnie. My memory went back, and I was thinking about uh, uh, Creed when you and Glory lived out west of town, out not too far from the reservoir out there, and you boys was just growing up. Uh, Linda and I'd come out there sometimes, and uh, what a good time we'd have at your house. Creed and Glory was always so hospitable. And we'd come out there and we'd visit, and uh, their boys were always so, so bright and so happy, and uh, there was a lot of laughter in the house. We had a good time. And uh, so that's a good memory. I appreciate that memory. But then beyond that, I remember us being in church together. And I remember a lot of those same things that you said. And I, I can picture Sister Gloria on the second bench from the front, uh, just a couple seats from that side over her. I, can, I, I remember that shout you was talking about. And I remember her raising her hand and crying tears on down and said, I thank God for saving my soul. Well, I appreciate that. Now, I want to read this scripture and then I'll share some more things with you. I want to read from the 31st chapter of the book of Proverbs. Uh, there's a number of scriptures here. Now, I'm not going to read all the chapter, but there's a, quite a few scriptures, quite a few verses. I want you to uh, read or listen as, with me as I read. And uh, This describes a lot about uh, uh, Sister Gloria. This is twofold scripture. It describes God's church, but it describes a virtuous woman. And uh, Sister Gloria was certainly a virtuous woman. Who can find a virtuous woman for her price is far above rubies? Couldn't tell how much she's worth. The heart of her husband does safely trust in her so that he shall have no need of spoil. She will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. She seeketh wool and flax and worketh willingly with her hands. She is like the merchant ships. She bringeth her food from afar. Down verse 18. She perceiveth that her merchandise is good. Her candle goeth not out by night. And I'll come back to that for sure. She stretcheth out her hand to the poor. Yea, she reacheth out her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of the snow for her household, for all her household are clothed with scarlet. Verse 25. Strength and honor are her clothing, and she shall rejoice in time to come. She openeth her mouth with wisdom, and in her tongue is the law of kindness. She looketh well to the ways of her household, and eateth not the bread of idleness. Her children arise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praiseth her. In verse 31, listen to this. Give her of the fruit of her hands, and let her own works praise her in the gates. Boy, uh, that's precious to me, and how, how good those scriptures are, and I'm reminded of some things, and, and uh, boy, I'm glad Sister Gloria was saved. I'm glad she testified of it. I'm glad there was a witness of it in her life. Uh, her and Creed used to get up and sing once in a while, and once in a while I think she'd sing a song by herself, and then maybe some other folks would help them sometimes. But when I was asking about that, and Brother Delmer remembered, and Sister Faye remembered, and I was actually communicating back and forth with Rodney Mason. He said he wished he could be here. He said he loved Sister Gloria. But each of those told me she used to sing a song, Come Home, Come Home, It's Supper Time. And Rodney sent me a text. He said, she's home now. She sang that song, Come Home, It's Supper Time. Now she's home. Well, I'm telling you, that's, that's rich. And, and uh, Brother Delmer and I was talking uh, at the visitation yesterday and talking about some of the things that Sister Gloria had said. And he reminded me, and I'd heard this before, but that maybe in the back of my mind, but he reminded me of this. And, uh, many years ago when she'd, just been diagnosed with Alzheimer's. And that's when 
uh, Delmer and Faith still lived down in Kentucky, and they were going to Locust Grove Church, and their pastor was David Barnard, and they were all together, and uh, David was talking about, and he asked folks, uh, can you remember how old you were when you got saved? And Gloria said, they tell me I got Alzheimer's. But I remember when I got saved. I remember getting saved, and I remember I was eight years old when I got saved. Well, I'm telling you what, uh, I'm glad she had a time and a place she could go back to. And I, I want you to get this, and praise God, uh, she was a hard worker, and she was a, a good, loving mother. But where it says here in 18, verse 18, she perceiveth that her merchandise is good, her candle goeth not out by night. Glory knew what she had was a good thing. And listen, I want to make this clear. As wonderful and as kind of a woman, uh, as blessed of a woman and virtuous woman that Gloria was, I'm not telling you that she earned her way into heaven. Uh, that's not the way we get to heaven. Uh, over, and it, it kind of simplifies that and explains that uh, over in the book of Ephesians. Uh, in chapter 2, it says, But God who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us. Quickened means made alive has quickened us together with Christ. By grace you're saved. Grace is God's unmerited favor. It's what he gave us that we couldn't earn and we didn't deserve and we, we couldn't work it out. That's what grace is. It goes on down, verse 8, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It's a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. But now in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were far off, see it's sin that made me far off, or you too. At one time I was far off, but now I've been made nigh by the blood of Christ, for he is our peace. Boy, praise God uh, that Gloria had a testimony, and she had a life that backed up her testimony. And goes on down through here, said she's not afraid of the snow for her household, for all her household are clothed with scarlet. I remember those times, Creed, when she'd stand up and say, uh, pray for my children or, or pray for this one or that one. And a lot of times, even privately, uh, maybe when Lynn and I would be around Creed and Glory, maybe she'd hug us and she'd say, pray for. And uh, she'd uh, name uh, somebody she wanted prayed for. And boy, I'm telling you what, when you get a prayer request like that, Donnie Smith, uh, it's not just words, uh, but it's got power in it, Billy Ray. Uh, Becky, uh, she had something in her heart and her life she wanted her people saved, and she wanted them that were saved to live for the Lord. So when it says here, it talks about this, said she's not afraid of her uh, snow for her household, for her household to clothe with scarlet. Boy, she's glad her boys were saved. Uh, I'm telling you what, I, I got clothed with scarlet when I was 12 years old. She got clothed with scarlet when she was 8 years old. But I got it when I was 12 years old, and I got the same thing. And it's still available today, Delmer Smith. Uh, God's still reaching out to people and he's still calling uh, to people he's still knocking at people's hearts and Jesus said come unto me all ye that labor and heavy laden he said I will give you rest take my yoke upon you and learn of me for I am lowly in heart you shall find rest unto your souls Jesus said in the third chapter, John, verse 3, uh, he was talking to Nicodemus and he said to him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. But praise God in the 16th verse, in that third chapter, he said, For God so loved the world. That was Gloria, and that was you, and that was me. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Praise God. That's what Donnie said. God offers it. It's up to us. We have a choice. It says, choose you this day whom you'll serve. Boy, I praise God. Glory was a light to me. She was saved by the grace of God. And folks, 
I miss her. But I'm going to see her again. If you're saved by the grace of God, you're going to see her again too. If you're not saved, you can get saved. God speaks to people's hearts. God loves you. We got a God of love today, and he's, he's a compassionate, loving, caring, kind God. We don't have a mean God. We got a caring, kind, compassionate God. And God's people have that in their heart. And boy, I praise God. And let me go on down through here and get a couple more things. won't hold you too long. Uh, down here in verse 20, her children rise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praised her. Give her of the fruit of her hands and let her own works praise her in the gates. That's what we're talking about here today. We're talking about what can we say about Gloria? Boy, I'll tell you what, we can just tell about who she was and what she was and how she trusted Jesus and how she lived for the Lord. I'm telling you, that's what, that's what we can tell. There's nothing better you can tell than that. And so I'm glad that there's real, real substance uh, to what we're talking about today and the message that Donnie preached and the message Donnie's letting me preach and the songs we've sung and the testimonies that we've heard. I praise God today. And so, listen, today, lean on the Lord. You can lean on him in our times of trouble. We've got a God that's big and powerful and loving and kind. You can lean on him. He's the God of all comfort. And so, lean on the Lord. Whatever you need is, God can handle it. There's nothing that God can't do. But just talk to him. He said, draw nine to me, and I'll draw nine to you. And so, God's here. He's available. You can't, you can't uh, call God and him put you on hold. <laughs> you know, I, I make a lot of phone calls and they go through a, a big long line of things and there's a big menu and you punch this button, you punch that button and you do that about 10 times and it finally gives you, say, well, uh, you can't get through right now. You have to try back later. After all that, God's available all the time. All you got to do is just come to him. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Let's pray. Precious Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for your mercy and your grace and I thank you for uh, this service the spirit you give us today God and the love that we can feel and God the happiness and joy that we feel for Gloria God for the peace that she had in Christ Jesus and Lord we don't have to worry about where she's gone because there's evidence that she's with you Lord we can feel that and know that beyond a shadow of a doubt God we praise you today and we thank you for your blessings and your grace and your mercy God you're so good to us we pray God for this family and these friends uh, God, please help them. Uh, God, just bless them and wrap your great arms of love around them and just uh, love them and lead them and help them and guide them. And uh, God, comfort them. God, we ask you these things and we praise you in Jesus' name. And amen. I'm going to turn the service back over to the funeral directors. <laughs>